0: just hey. being excited cuz we're here for all of you at this we're here. uh at this we're podcast. Queer. Oh yes, yes, yes. John. And we are Mean Girls interrupted. interrupted. Welcome. A movie
1: review podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I stepped on it. <laughs> I step I I stepped Don't on your step intro. Don't step on that. Don't step on that. If you all know, you know.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. I that feel. is a deep cut. That's a, it's a that's a very generational specific <laughs> a specific older millennial reference of pop culture yes whenever all we had was mtv yeah and honestly mtv did shape us into who we are today yeah like we had all the content Um, mtv was basically the millennial youtube before youtube because like their content their programming wild and random yeah it really was you had cartoons you had sketch comedy you had andy dick show you did Do you had Daphne Aguilera? Was Ziffel and Ollie Ollie MTV or was that VH1?
0: I do not know, but we also had uh, Daria on MTV. Daria,
1: Daria. Now that is uh, a little bit more. That's a little more Gen X.
0: Is it though? Because in middle school, I used to watch it. I guess it would
1: be for Gen X. I think it overlaps. Yeah, the cause, generation cuz
0: i would watch it in middle school which by the way i was in huge trouble i got grounded by my mom and she wouldn't let me go home after school um oh
1: all oh, right cuz she was a teacher cuz she was school. a teacher so she
0: forced me to stay well she had tv in the classroom and i was like this isn't a punishment lady because i'm going to watch daria
1: yeah until so silence watched. without my <laughs> yeah. siblings running around yeah, <laughs> so i just watched daria in the classroom <laughs> i mean oh i always forget that like that's such a unique experience to have a parent as a teacher at school oh she was also my teacher which was
0: not yeah fun
1: and it, it's almost like they overcompensate by like they don't want to seem like they're favoring you so they probably go a little over over <laughs> the top with the uh yeah. like sticklerism with you specifically it, yes basically
0: it was <laughs> like i was going to be a um i was going to be an example if nothing else and um yeah. she's like you ever heard of jesus christ because i'm like, crucify you yes exactly <laughs> that is <hilarious. laughs> That is kind
1: of how it was that was wild what a wild yeah. time yeah that also needs to be a tv show of like 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 a kind of like a dark edgy comedy of like a middle school kid whose parent is like their teacher, and like, oh, totally, and there's a huge the rivalry. Oh, d- honestly, that would be great. Speaking of great TV, like it has
0: to spiral into murder in my mind. Oh, it, oh, you know what? Of course, naturally, that is how it would develop. <laughs> yeah, drama, uh, it would, drama, of course. Speaking <laughs> of great TV, I mean, legendary. Legendary is legendary. For those of you out there who have not watched the show Legendary, if you do not, HBO Max Original, listen. Season three starts off real, real
1: slow. But um, yeah, so season, up, I sent a, I sent a, did. I was like reading the comments <laughs> on YouTube and somebody was like commenting about season three and it was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, it was like, I'm glad that season three's um judges are acting like crazy or something because. This season the contestants are serving apartments. Oh the houses are serving apartments. <laughs> yeah, the houses are serving <laughs> apartments. I was like that was that was the best thing I've ever read. I'm telling you what though, they're at the end like I said
0: yesterday after I had finished it they I showed said, up and they the were end. serving penthouse, dude. They
1: were. They had it a was, journey, a journey. It
0: was it ended up being so good for me. I was like, yeah. "Oh,
1: I say It was it. extraordinarily satisfying and I wasn't mad that House of Revlon I feel like we're alienating our listeners at this point, but you guys, if you have if you must know what we're talking about, legendary HBO Max amazing.
0: Yeah, we're not going to say anything further. Really, Kiki like,
1: Palmer is the is the
0: guest celebrity judge. This she's time an amazing, around. she's an amazing judge. I miss having um, Megan the Stallion, but I, I do. love I, Megan
1: the Megan the Stallion. Is, she she did two seasons, right? Megan yes. the Stallion. I love Kiki Palmer though, so I think Kiki Palmer great. was a good one. Yeah, she like offers a unique perspective. Like she doesn't come from that world. No, and I think, but she. But I, you can tell that she got herself familiar with it.
0: Yeah, I believe so. And you know what? Even Law, like Law can be very... Um, uh, law Roach is a shady bitch.
1: But also, and there's something it. about
0: it. <laughs> I... I you know it's a little it's like, a little, it's like a little
1: like it's like a giggling little demon who like is he, just stoking <laughs> the fire every single chance that he can get John that is the perfect
0: description
1: <laughs> like he like after he causes the biggest scene the, he's like over there giggling about it right i like is. what is wrong with you you yes. are he's like that one that is a specific type of person who like actually thrives on chaos John it's hilarious <laughs> it's actually hilarious to watch yeah yeah and like it is it's sort of like funny how like everybody else rolls their eyes every single time he's like I am a celebrity stylist they're like oh here we go Like, oh, great
0: <laughs> I, I do think that he's perfect for the judging panel though yeah because you have to have a shady judge he's perfect for the judging panel
1: yeah and I love like the dueling the like sort of the like tension between him and Leilani even though they, they've they known each other forever like <laughs> And like when, so Leilani obviously. Uh, Laomi, oh my god, what is wrong with me? Oh, it's okay, it's okay. We all know. We know so, who you <laughs> meant. Laomi <laughs> is like, uh, yeah, so she's like completely the the main judge. Yes, and she is. <laughs> she's the one that is supposed to like be like, and now bring out the contestants <laughs> or like bring us the houses and thank you so much. Go wait backstage. And then whenever La Roche tries to yeah, yeah. do that ahead of her, she's always like, no. Yeah, she does. She calls him. Well, he's at one always point. trying. He's always trying to be the one that's like, now bring out the yeah, contestants. Right.
0: He's <laughs> always trying to slither and weasel his way in.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Well, but, enough about legendary. So now today we're we're actually gonna be talking about and reviewing a uh, Thor Ragnarok. Which Hard is, right, but yes. not really, because I think this is kind of a gay movie. John? Can I tell you?
0: Yeah, I also yeah. agree. So I want to say this before we start for everyone, okay. for everyone new here. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome. Um, yes. If you haven't already and you want to uh, subscribe or follow whatever your um, podcast like, automatically download auto download. Give us a review. Get it. You can if you want to give us five stars, you can and you can say whatever you want. Um yeah you can literally say whatever you want
1: yeah but if you want if you have any like things to say directly to us definitely email us email at us mean, mean girls interrupted at gmail.com and like you can you can verbally abuse us if you want we're into it yeah we are actually um, it's gonna be in the description box so you can click the description yeah. box
0: which I know we kind of sound like YouTube at this point but that is what it is you gotta do so, it
1: you gotta do it go but in the description today, box thor ragnarok yes thor thor ragnarok, ragnarok of ages and, Of course. um <laughs> uh, so spoilers abound honey. yes if you're coming and, to a
0: movie review podcast you are going to get spoilers if you have not watched this yeah and if you want
1: to hear us ruin it for you even better keep listening Even better. (laughs) I honestly don't mind spoilers myself. Like, I honestly don't care. I actively
0: try to avoid them, but it depends on what it is.
1: It does depend on what it is, because I do not want the movie, the upcoming movie, Nope, to be... um, Spoiled? Spoiled. Me me. either. I I need to see that Kiki Palmer movie.
0: Also, I am so... The trailer to me in the beginning, it confused me so much because I'm not sure it's, what's happening. Yes.
1: I mean, obviously there's a UFO, but you don't know what's gonna happen. I can't it's wait. A, it's a Jordan Peel scenario. Yeah. And I can I can already see all of like the deep cut like movie references, um, like film history references just from the trailer. So I'm like, this is gonna be delicious. And also I love a Western and Yeah. And also we hail from the desert where UFOs are a thing. Yeah. Where they're always just hanging out. Yeah. We've seen one. I'm pretty sure we've seen one together. Yeah. That was a weird moment. Yeah. So desert aliens. Cool. I'm in horses. Awesome. Yeah. Horses. I I love a horse. I love Kiki Palmer riding a horse and acting scared. Oh, I thought you were going to say i acting like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> is she riding the horse or is the horse riding her? We'll never know. You never know. But anyway. Thor Ragnarok. So <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Um, I, this is my first time watching Thor Ragnarok and it came out in 2017. This um, is not my first time watching it. It, it is my second rodeo. time watching it.
0: But the first time I watched it, I do remember being... More intoxicated than I recall, because when so I now watched you know it, this a little time, more details.
1: I actually feel like I watched it for the first time. But uh, for anybody who doesn't know or remember, uh, it is rated PG-13 for suggestive material, action, and intense sci-fi violence. It is an action, adventure, fantasy, and a comedy, and it's directed by the runaway hit Taika Waititi. And um, produced by Kevin Feige, I believe is the pronunciation. I don't know. Oh, I have no clue. Um, yeah, Couldn't anyway. tell you. Couldn't tell you either. <laughs> he does a lot of Marvel things. And uh, written by Eric Pearson, Craig Kyle, and Christopher Yost. And um, I believe Taika Waititi had some um, input on this script because it is his directorial. His big American directorial debut was a fucking giant Marvel film. And the box office growth. So get this out of a budget of one hundred and eighty million dollars. budget
0: was one hundred eighty.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's like boilerplate for Marvel movies now. But can can you fathom that much cash? John, one hundred and eighty million dollars. The studio said, here you go. Here's your budget. Yeah, imagine. And they took a risk on on Taika Waititi at the time. Like for a giant thing like this, but it and paid to, off. Oh uh, yeah, because gross worldwide, I think I can't. I don't remember how like when they how many weeks into the box office sales they stop measuring. But the uh, the gross worldwide was eight hundred and fifty three million nine hundred eighty three thousand eight hundred seventy nine dollars and fifty cents. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so like they, um, holy, that's like a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> she says that is so uh, close to a billion dollars
1: off of one two hour piece of entertainment. Which, by
0: the way, I think the new Top Gun movie has grossed over a billion dollars, John.
1: Yeah. And that's just Tom Cruise. <laughs> so like, like uh, cool. Movie? Homoerotic Tom Cruise movie. Seen it before. Got uh, it. Ugh. Thanks. And I feel like they did lean into that homoeroticism in that movie that I haven't seen, but we'll see. I have not watched it.
0: Oh, well, we might have to watch it together because that's the only way I'm watching that movie. I'll wait till it's streaming for free. That's what I mean.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so this stars obviously if you've been living under a rock this is for you chris Hemsworth. hemswork 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 honey uh, chris hemsworth as thor tom hiddleston as loki kate blanchett as hella the oh, villain awesome and also like was idris elba as heimdall like totally random for you no because he played in the other ones Oh, I haven't seen the other ones.
0: (laughs) No, he played in the other ones as Heimdall. He used to be the person who, uh, okay, fun fact for you. I have seen every Marvel
1: movie. You're going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting here because I don't, I know that while I was watching it, like there were different things that I had to like see the, the previous ones for there were like references and I'm like, okay, how do we even fucking get here? But maybe you can fill me in. I can't because let me tell you,
0: this is what happened. (laughs) I've seen every Marvel movie and I found, I Googled what, uh, the sequential order of the movies, regardless of when they came out.
1: Oh, the, the time, the time, how the timeline
0: works. So for as long as it, for as many as Marvel movies as there are, that's how many days it took me to watch them all because every night I was watching a new Marvel movie so I could get everything. Isn't it like 20? John, it was so many. It he was had a Marvel so much month.
1: Marvel. But like, like so but also Jeff Goldblum, uh, yeah. is grandmaster and he's my favorite part. He Aside, actually, no, he's as close second to Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie this was so Tessa good. Thompson's like mainstream introduction into the mainstream, which I'm so glad for. I can't, I can't like, okay. Well, because she's in the new one now. <laughs> yeah. She's like Canon. And so, um, I would have to say um, this movie is wild, but this movie, the poster of it, I remember whenever it was like on billboards and stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks like a Marvel movie that I actually want to see. It's supposed to resemble a rock album. Yeah, yeah. But also at the same time, like I was like, oh, finally, they're doing comic book, you know, as, as a style. John, like, oh, my God. Because for I the longest so time, I'm like, I'm like, what are these high key color palette nothingnesses? And then and then like the Thor Ragnarok billboard was up and it took me all of like five years to see it. John, And, and I had to tell was you. Like, I was like, I'm watching this and I am reading a comic book. And it was and that's what I want out of my fucking comic book adaptation
0: things. Can I tell you when I was watching this movie again, because the first yeah. time I watched it, like I said, I was having some trouble yeah. Um this movie felt like a comic book. Yeah, yeah the humor, like, Thank God. the action, everything about it felt lighthearted, something you would find in the pages.
1: In the pages and also like um before we get into the the synopsis, it's like there were key moments like uh, even like the mm, the the plot driving situations and the way the and the plot turns and Like the culminations and like the the abruptness of and sort of maybe sort of um, what am I trying to say? Sort of like the jarring uh, story turns that seem to come out of nowhere and not make any sense. That kind of also lent itself to that comic book quality, because like whenever I'm reading comic books, it's like, okay, (laughs) like some wild ass shit's going to happen and you're not going to have any explanation until maybe later if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. That's what I enjoy about comic books. It's like that that sort of like the arbitrariness of like the story sometimes. And it's like and, and you're just along for this crazy fantasy ride and you're not like picking it apart. You know what I mean? Yes, I, I do know what you mean. This movie, this movie gave me that. And I, I felt like that was intentional. Uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, so do I. Yeah, but um, but. Uh, yeah. How did how did you feel about the the story setup? Because maybe you need to provide me with context. Because whenever the movie starts, he's like in this sort of like hellscape world, and I'm like, okay, this is maybe picking up from where the last movie or the last time we saw Thor in one of these Marvel movies. I don't know, you John. Can, I, I, I don't know, John. I'm
0: going to be completely honest with you. I truly could not remember. How he ended up in that cage. And like, I, myself I know that he was, like, was in trying the Avengers? to recall. Yes. He was like, in
1: the Avengers and stuff. Yes, he was. He was in the and, Avengers. And along with, like, along yeah. with Hulk. Yes. Yeah, so and I'm like, was it Avengers? I think Endgame. Or was it Ultron? I don't know. I can't remember. I, I mean, I, well, I don't know because I haven't seen those. So
0: Endgame was the last one. Like, basically... Endgame
1: happened between
0: Thor Ragnarok and this new Thor 11 Thunder, right? I believe so. Yeah. So I believe so. But uh, I don't quote me on it because
1: Uh, I I feel like there's like a thousand listeners right now, like screaming in their cars on their way to work, being like, oh, my God, you two are fucking idiots.
0: No, 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 no. We'll tell you why we're not idiots, because here's the thing. Like I told John, I watched all of these movies within a span of time. My brain didn't even have time to focus. Okay, I was like, I'm just going to go through it. Yeah. The thing is, though, is like the movies themselves, they're so good, but it's sometimes hard to latch on to what they're trying to
1: tell you. Oh, I have it here. I have it here. I have it here. Okay, we're just going to go into it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. So the story opens about two years after the events in Avengers: Age of Ultron, guessed it right. There you go, uh, Thor, Chris Hemsworth, ha- Chris Hemsworth, having failed in his quest to Hemsworth. Yeah, that's right. Chris Hemsworth having failed in his quest to locate the Infinity Stones. And having also been dumped by Jane, although he insists it was a mutual dumping, is hanging in chains above a fire pit before being brought before the monstrous fire demon um, Surtur. Surtur believes his destiny is to bring about uh, Ragnarok, the complete destruction of Asgard. So, yes, this does tie into the overall plot. Um, Thor learns from uh, Surtur that Odin Anthony Hopkins which was crazy for me yeah I I, I guess he does play that before too is not on Asgard so uh is it Mjolnir his hammer so his uh, oh yeah yeah so he uses Mjolnir to escape and destroy Surtur, keeping his crown slash skull, the demon's power source. Thor returns to Asgard and sends Surtur's skull down to the vaults, but then finds Heimdall. Idris Elba has been replaced as sentry of the Bifrost Bridge by the inept scourge, Carl Urban, who also Honestly, plays in The Boys, which is amazing. Hot. Oh, yeah. And hot, dude. Um, in this movie, a faux show. It, that was my aesthetic. That yeah, was like, I, right. that's
0: for me. John, I, I forgot.
1: I was like, oh, they're doing queer stuff today. I said, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. The, uh, and the, scourge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> scourge me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so scourge who explains that Odin accused Heimdall of treachery. Heimdall subsequently fled and his whereabouts are unknown um so yeah so this is like where the movie for me was like a hell of a lot of exposition so much exposition so much even though i was like entertained by like the goings on there's so many like scenes throughout where they were like walking and talking you know what i mean yeah there's yeah. um even like Kate <sighs> blanchett later is like going all through <laughs> that like the whatever and then She's talking up a storm to scourge. He doesn't say one fucking word. He's looking at her like,
0: lady, I just don't want to die.
1: Uh, Yeah. He's like, he's like, lady, are we on days of our lives? Like what's going on here? There is. Okay. There is a
0: lot of exposition, which. Okay. We have to get into one (laughs) point in the. Oh my God. We're not there yet, but we'll get there because speaking of exposition, please remind me because this is one of the things that did bother me. And I couldn't time in whenever it
1: happens. I couldn't
0: tell if it was they did it intentionally. Or if truly they think we're so <laughs> stupid as an
1: audience. Uh, I, don't, I think it's a mixture of both. Because I could it's like, not. It feels very self-aware. Like, I mean, I feel, I feel like th- there was an intentional campiness throughout and like with campy, you can get really like oh. dramatic expo- expositional dialogue and John, like very dramatic. And yeah. You
0: just used another word I was going to use to describe this. This movie is, movie is pure camp
1: it's it's uh, 100% camp and which is also very gay. Yes. Oh, and, please continue. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, 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 okay. So they find Odin in Norway. Hmm. Yeah, this was like with their, the help of Doctor Strange, by the way. Right, right. Oh, I forgot about that. Which, There's so the many way, things in here.
0: Yeah. He was looking good.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got a good doctor specimen, I think. Like he was looking pretty good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we can touch it. We can talk about it later. <laughs> hmm. Oh, ooh. <laughs> okay. So they find Odin in Norway sitting near a scenic cliff, um, having shaken off Loki's spell. And he admits that he is dying and Ragnarok is approaching. Thor insists that when he destroyed Surtur, uh, he prevented Ragnarok. But Odin mentions Hela, Kate Blanchett, his true firstborn child, the goddess of death, but and the all one just who finding will... out about. By the way, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, your firstborn is also the goddess of death. Cool, and the one who will seize Asgard from Odin's sons. Odin tells Thor and Loki that their previously unknown sister was completely consumed by darkness and was sealed away. The only force that continues to her exile is Odin himself. He apologizes to Thor for falling, for failing him before dying and disappearing. So Odin's death brings about Hela. Um, you know. Oh, she comes back. Oh, immediately. She,
0: John and she. Holy
1: shit! They it said. It was like it gay was like, icon. They, gay icon to the max. They said gay icon. <laughs> yeah. It was, dude, it. I'm like. Like, who was consulting on this film? Honestly, uh, uh, La Roach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, immediately whenever Odin dies, like, this, like, crazy dark storm, like, portal thing comes up, and, like, Hella wastes no time in trying to kill them. No, her hair was looking so busted, though, before. Because when she yeah, rolled out... flat wig. That oh, flat wig. John, I said... That flat human hair wig. That thirsty... <laughs> thirsty wig <laughs> <laughs> i mean they have to do a contrast of her crazy um crazy crazy uh headpiece like that dude
0: yes once she, that headpiece when she i just and don't it, even i can't even
1: explain to you john I, it that, gave me the quivers that that poster whenever i saw that that sort of like black gimp suit that she's wearing and like with the with the shiny black horn tendril spider leg things on the poster, I was like, this movie's for me.
0: Yeah. This movie is, this movie is LGBTQIA.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like anything that like references like a BDSM moment, I'm there. And so like, um, uh, yeah. So she's serving that very much. So cause like, she definitely, but she's like, she's the dom in this whole situation. Cause oh. She comes out. She comes out the gates with like these insane powers, and I love like the mechanics of like her, of her powers, like creating anything, any sort of kind of death tool, destruction tool. Right. It just like slips out of her hands. Like in, it's anything imaginable that you. So it's like she's, and so she immediately destroys Thor's hammer. Like which instantly, is like, she just crushes it with her hands. He goes, "It's not possible," and she goes.
0: Darling, anything is possible.
1: Which, I, which is also a nice positive message. It is.
0: It is a nice positive <laughs> message
1: as she's destroying something. Because it also, <laughs> it also works in his favor later on. So Bally, believing that. That is he a valid point. He does not believe in himself at this point in time. Yep, because his, his hammer. hammer is gone. Yeah, and so his belief that anything is possible, which we'll get there. Has
0: um, been shattered along with. Yeah. Whatever the He's, hammer's name is
1: yeah um oops lost my place oh so, <laughs> anyway <laughs> Uh, do, 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 so she catches Mjolnir um, and effortlessly shatters the long, indestructible weapon. Loki, seeing that they don't stand a chance, asks to be returned to Asgard via the Bifrost. However, Hela also enters the portal, expels Loki and then Thor from it at different points and reaches Asgard. Arriving at the Bifrost bridge, she quickly kills Volstag, Ray Stevenson and Fendral, Zachary Levi. Before. Fendral. That's a hot name. (laughs) Fenjal. Before recruiting a terrified scourge to her cause, she then heads to Asgard when she kills the entire palace guard single-handedly as well as Hogan, uh, who's played by an actor whose name I cannot pronounce. You want to know what I loved about that
0: scene? As she's standing there at the top of them steps telling all of these whores, hey, you can join me or you can die. And, none and of I do them, love that sequence. None of them believe anything she's saying. Okay, And then she, and just... then she wipes
1: all <laughs> of them out. In sort of like this really glorious, well-directed it is. display. John,
0: I loved that scene. As graphic and violent, I was like, damn, this sucks. All these people are dying. They could have just said, yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. But no,
1: they kept yeah. to their morals. Is this like the first um, Marvel film that sort of like... Shows people dying in the way that it does. I. Because I don't. I don't know. I don't watch I don't. Marvel movies because they, they, they all feel like they may like cut away before like seeing it. And and this also has like a very glazed over violence factor to it. But it's like you like people are dying.
0: This one is not glazed over. It's it's not gory. But the thing is, is I right. think that truly I can't remember another scene in a Marvel movie where like death and peril happens. Like,
1: like we're like, watching genocide. Yeah,
0: she truly is wiping them all out.
1: Yeah, as, she, uh, as we learn her motives later to be, uh, we'll get to that. Yes, we will. Um, so anyway, so Thor is deposited by the portal on a planet, Sankar, which seems to consist entirely of gigantic garbage mounds fed by giant portals in the sky. Talk about uh, sustainability. Yeah. No, Just bro, put it no. onto a planet. Talk
0: <laughs> about sustainability. They built the entire city out of trash. <laughs> they did they, like did. they used what they had, and they <laughs> <laughs> created right. it an is like a entire city. city out of
1: garbage. <laughs> so uh, he's attacked by several scavengers. Now, now weaponless, he is quickly overpowered before his attackers are scared off by a by a hard drinking bounty hunter Valkyrie Tessa Thompson, who's amazing. Oh. Her introduction is great. When she falls off of that ship, John, <laughs> I was like, OK, this is funny. <laughs> like, it was so good. Yeah. Like we were getting little bits of humor here and there up until this point. And we're like 40 minutes in by this point. But it's like, um, yeah, like whenever she falls off, like, yeah, it was, it was like good. great. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting Tessa Thompson to deliver humor in the way that she does. But yeah, she's she's really funny in this in this world, but um. So, however, the then uh, she then captures Thor, placing a small shocking device on his neck to pacify him, and takes him to the Grand Master, played by Jeff Goldblum, who's not really playing a character. I think no. John, I don't think he plays characters anymore. No, I think he just shows up and talks and like that weird, kooky Jeff Goldblum character is just Jeff Goldblum. They
0: threw some makeup on his face and they're like, here's your
1: character. Yeah, which the makeup was great. Yeah, like It yeah, wasn't bad like, at all. He's just his flamboyant Jeff Goldblum-ness. And like, I loved like, yeah, I love like the whole color scheme, the costumes of this whole world, this whole city that they're in. Right. I like felt it too. It was like cool. What, what would that color scheme even be identified as? Was it like, cause it's all very like contrasting. Like there's like, there's sort of like a muted paleness to things with like pops of vibrant color.
0: Honestly, I, I do not know how color theory works. Um, I will say that it all works together. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say it all works together. I feel like you do because you're a very talented photographer. Well, the thing is, it's like, as far as color theory, like, I know on a color wheel what the opposites are, but the thing is, is they don't even use, they don't use a color wheel. They, they've thrown that yeah. bitch out the window. They said but every color. This, it's
1: so weird because, like, in, in some moments it's extremely colorful, but then there's some instances where, the, like, the colors sort of, like, they uh, fade out. out. Yeah, they yeah. fade out. They, and Which I think I, they
0: have to because, John, it does get a little jarring at points. Yeah, yeah, but the colors get a little jarring, uh, specifically the red and white room, which I totally agree with. Oh,
1: yeah. I yeah. agree with
0: uh, who is it? The person who is like, pick a color. Right. Yes.
1: Pick yes, a yes. fucking color. <laughs> then, like, doesn't go with it. Um, so, so keep anyways. going, please. Yeah. So the grandmaster, blah, 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 who is uh, delighted with his newest acquisition and oh, loves decides it. decides to put him against up. So, yes. Yeah, so there are slaves in this movie, which at first I was like, "Oop, be careful. And so, like, <laughs> wait, before you before you say that,
0: I do want to mm-hmm. say I think it was great how you have clearly we have that queer character, the lesbian one who is standing next to, um, yeah, yeah, who, yeah, who calls her first. He was like, how would you describe her with a word of B? And she's like trash. And he was like, um, <laughs> that's not, that's the word doesn't start with B where you just wanting to call her that. And then she looks at her again and she's like booze hag. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: She's a trashy booze. Hag. <laughs> I thought that that was so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, that was like, you know what this movie but, is. But as soon as also that, the reason why Jeff Goldblum shows up.
0: But, <laughs> you know? Right. And the thing is, too, is the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because the movie does feel very queer. It feels queer it in a sense like it feels like you have inclusive. They truly use this woman as like a masculine. I'm not going to assume.
1: Well, we're going to talk about Valkyrie here we in a do. moment because. because I feel like it's very imp- that that queerness, that stuff is very implicit in this movie. And I have a rumors. I have things that I've been looking into the new Thor Love and Thunder yes. where it's more explicit. Well, the thing is, is like. Tessa Thompson
0: wanted her character because her character is queer. Yeah. Her character is queer. They wanted to include more queerness with Valkyrie.
1: Yeah. Which is, well, Tessa Thompson
0: is also a she gay is. queer icon. Yeah. She's bisexual. We love her. Um, but anyway, sorry, I, I kind of oh, derailed that situation.
1: Not at all. Like, uh, but anyway, so, uh, do, 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 Let's see here. So let's just skip ahead a little bit. So he is um, imprisoned by this grandmaster and he is put into a um, a uh, like sort of a circular room. It's like literally a circle. So there's no escape no matter where you run. It's sort of like a donut. You just end up in the same spot as you. You exited the camera thing. But he he gains an ally. And um, uh, what's his name again? What's his name? I can't remember Korg, the
0: rock.
1: Yeah. Something. He's a rock guy, Kronk, from one of my favorite (laughs) Disney movies. Oh, so yeah, so he's thrown into the dungeons where he befriends rock creature Korg, who explains that all who have gone up against um this champion, and so he's like, he's uh, Thor is going to have to face uh, the Grandmaster's champion in a gladiator style showdown uh, for his uh, Life. life. He has uh, to lip sync yeah. for his life. <laughs> he has to lip sync for his life, but it's definitely not for his freedom. Like he's a slave forever. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there's this whole lore about how this one, like there's uh, nobody has beaten him. And so uh, Korg, he's um, also a gay icon, by the way. Who? Did uh, you know that? No. So Korg, I feel like in the, I don't think they really touch on it here in this movie, but Korg in the comic books or whatever, the lore of Korg is And his home planet, they uh, they have same sex mates and like they and that's how they reproduce. That's how they made up. They're all gay. Weird. But also
0: that does kind of check out. It tracks. Like it checks out for sure. (laughs) Yeah. What's Taika Waititi trying to tell us here? I don't know, but I love him for it.
1: I know. He um,
0: is married. His wife and Chris Hemsworth's mm -hmm. wife uh, were in this movie. They made an appearance.
1: Yeah, uh at oh, some was point. this was this Taika Waititi's old uh former uh ex-wife or <laughs> is this Rita Ora his current girlfriend?
0: N- no, it said wife. So I think at the so at the time it was his probably yeah. ex now. He wait, yeah. he, he's with Rita Ora now? He's with Rita Ora now. Weird. Okay. Let's not
1: talk about okay. that, but also like, <laughs> 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 which I'm like, good for you guys, but yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting bisexual vibes from Taika Waititi. Hey, you know what? More power. But to that's him. neither here nor there. No, 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 like, no. That might be wishful thinking on my part.
0: Honestly, why do we always want everyone to? We
1: just- I mean, I just feel like nobody is actually straight. That's just me. I have this theory that nobody's actually straight. Email us if you consider yourself straight and tell us why you think that is. And then tell us other details where we can actually disprove why you're not on the queer spectrum. Yes, because we have to,
0: we need to, (laughs) we need you to tell
1: us (laughs) there. I mean, I just feel like there's no possible way that people can just be fully 100% quote unquote straight. Can't, I can't, it doesn't, it doesn't click in my mind. It doesn't mind.
0: It, well, it doesn't in mine either, but that's because I don't know what being, I'm not sure what even being straight is.
1: Yeah, I just don't get it. But um, anywho, the. Being straight is <laughs> a lifestyle. How about that? Yeah. It's you a, quit a, t- t-
0: being straight is a social construct. Being in my straight, Being gay is not a lifestyle. Being straight is a lifestyle. You yeah. are choosing. Yeah, okay. You're choosing to adhere to that, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so Thor faces off with uh the champion uh in this gladiator style showdown, which per, which uh, reveals to be the Hulk, yes. his former Avenger friend. And I know they like talk about how he got there and whatnot, but I'm not going to go into it we, because there's it doesn't no not really need to matter. go into it, yeah. So so he, uh, that's, he. Oh, that's where I have to interject. Oh, yes, please do.
0: When they escape that thing and they have to get on the plane, is that this is where I had to tell you the part that, one of the parts that bothered me, and I have to assume that they did this intentionally when they're explaining how the ship works, and they're like, yeah, when the rocket does this and this, you know when they have to explain to the audience yeah. how something yeah. works?
1: It's like they might as well look straight at the camera. Right. And tell you and reach out, hold our hands and then spoon feed us this information. You are
0: literally on a planet made of fucking garbage. garbage. I don't need an explanation for why the ship works. You didn't
1: explain how the like the the pretty amazing visual language of this is like Jeff Goldblum's presence thereafter is basically pretty much only through giant Giant holograms throughout the city that pop up at I random moments, love. random convenient moments. Yes. And I'm like, get it. Yes. I love that too. But and also, it totally beats like, it totally beats like cutting to him, like at a throne, like, like calling, yes. calling everybody out to like stop Thor. Cause it's unnecessary. Uh, you don't even need yeah. it. So it's a very cool visual choice to have like this big, giant, crazy, the world, uh, Taika Waititi and, the, and everybody involved in the film, like did for this was like, yeah, I have like, to, so I'm yeah. going to have to assume that they did it as a way to be
0: like we're making fun of the we're making fun of these the idea of these devices that people use to explain away why yeah. this works and why this won't work.
1: Right. So it's like it, it is self-aware in that way cuz I mean there's so much exposition in this fucking bullshit. Like John, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but let's skip down to um so yeah, so there's a whole sequence where Thor and uh and Hulk form an alliance with Valkyrie. Yes. And um, and uh, so and, and also Loki uh, knowing. Uh, so, yeah. So here we go. So Thor unites with Valkyrie and Loki knowing Hela will soon be back and she is only growing stronger from Asgard's power. Thor suddenly realizes that he cannot stop Ragnarok, but instead of uh, in, but instead bring it about to defeat Hela. And sends Loki down to the vaults to throw uh, Surtur's skull into the eternal flame, which Hela uses prior to this to resurrect her old army. Because through a very long walking and talking exposition, she explains that she and Odin... So she and Odin, uh, Odin was not this benevolent king-like creature to save Asgard and bring about peace and unity and whatever across the universe. Um, He was a tyrant, and he he was he was a colonizing tyrant, and he used his firstborn goddess of death, daughter Hela, Kate Blanchett, who looks great, to over to um, overthrow Asgard. Yes, and to and. With the goal of bringing about Ragnarok. And so, but he had a change of heart, locked Hela away. But now that Odin is gone, she can continue her whole um, her oh, journey to destruction. Her, her get this, Scourge. Her, uh, wait. Get it, it hunty. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got names that mean things. Hold on. <laughs> I really love that. That's great. Cool. It just clicked in my head. Wait, I love that. That's great. I know. I'm proud of myself. John, I'm proud of you too. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, so they um, they have to defeat Hela, who's like this omniscient, uh, omnipotent thing. And uh, so let's talk about the climax. Oh. Oh, but, but, but we learn, we learn, Valkyrie is of uh, this whole army of, of Valkyries. Yeah. These sort of angelic um, Pegasus riding all female warrior all, all women warriors
0: we spoke of them and the northmen they used the north mythology yeah. right which the Thor- north yeah it's all nordic yeah yeah like nordic mythology so we talked about it in that episode but yeah it's cool <clears throat> to see them they're such cool characters
1: very cool characters i think um like i know um yeah so so she uh in, a, in sort of like this Loki um induced flashback vision um Valkyrie Tessa Thompson's character who's just like a drunk and bumbling like degenerate and uh oh she's like, lost drink. all hope yeah <laughs> so she is revealed to be an angelic valkyrie um and she's the last surviving member of her sisters and and her culture uh because they um whenever. Odin and Hela were overtaking uh, and they're uh, doing their whole genocide of Asgard situation. Uh, The Valkyries came down to stop them and Hela destroyed everybody but her. And in this in there's no dialogue. There's nothing in this really beautifully shot. beautiful, dude. Yeah, like that lighting was insane. John, I have two things in this movie that I'm going to tell
0: you right now. That's one yeah. of my favorite scenes. And another one comes up at the end and it involves
1: Scourge. OK, cool, cool. Because like but this, this Tessa Thompson Valkyrie moment, you get all the information without yep. any dialogue. You need nothing. And also that one of her Valkyrie um, uh, women takes Hela's like um, projectile, yep. um, whatever the fuck sword. And she takes jumps it- in
0: front of her jumps in front of her
1: and you get from the looks on their faces that they were together. They were together. So after all of her army sisters and lovers and whatnot are all dead, Valkyrie has lost all hope. So she's been living for a very long time as a drunk, bumbling scavenger on a trash (laughs) planet, (laughs) on a trash planet, just like with no hope in sight. But through Thor meeting Thor and teaming up with Bruce Banner and everything like that, she learns that, um, yeah, she's going to be a fighter. Oh, she does. She was
0: like, you know what? I have to do this. You yeah. know, thank you for showing me this. Thank you for reminding me how awful that day was. I, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out against Hella.
1: Yeah, so she's like, I'm gonna complete my mission of destroying Hella against all odds. Yep with with this ragtag crew of people who aren't really that powerful against her. No, no one is actually. She <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also Hella has like this really cool giant wolf dog. John,
0: I was gonna tell you. I said I feel like they borrowed that from Twilight
1: oh right right but it is like a <laughs> yeah, massive yeah, yeah. giant it it's is like, it's like, so like hulk cool goes really big so hulk goes head to head with this fucking thing and this thing is a ginormous listen i
0: i don't know so i have to tell you so there's an anime that i was watching and it was um
1: oh, oh princess gosh. mononoke has also a giant wolf dog that yes she rides. they do
0: okay i know and that is from uh studio uh is it ghibli ghibli yeah studio ghibli Sorry to get off, but I love the use of a giant dog. I just do. I do, too.
1: I do, too. Like, as soon as it's like visually, just like it's so jarring and it's like terrifying. And and also the scale of it. Like, it wasn't like a cartoon dog. It was like just no. a just a really scaled up dog. It was which I love big. Yeah. It was a big fucking dog. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And um, it tries to destroy the Hulk. And uh, oh, yes, it up. does. But anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, so the Asgardians are trying, are trying to be like ushered out by, uh, various people. Um, Idris Elba's character comes to try to save them that there's only so many left where they can fit on a spaceship. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah. So they tried to like smuggle out all the, um, Asgardian people to save them and, uh, Hela, uh, Try uh, very close to killing Thor, but Thor.
0: Wait, 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 wait! Have they already got onto the? They've already got onto the ship, correct?
1: Yeah. So all of the people, all of the people are on the ship. Okay. So and they're about to and they're about to flee, and and then Hela, she uh, sends a spike up to to keep it to tether it to keep it from going, and she's about to kill everyone, but Scourge, Scourge. Skirt. Hazard? Yeah. He, he
0: rolls up. He, you're like, what is, you're like, sir, what is under that poncho? I know. So right? He rolls up under this poncho and you're like, oh, he's going to flee like a rat. He's going to get out of here and he's going to save himself. But he rolls up with those two guns that he fucking loves.
1: Which for me, I was like, literally AK 47s. John, like, how do, how do they have AK 47s? Because they have them from the <laughs> other planets. They
0: have them from the other planets because they have access to like Earth and everywhere else. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. the Bifrost. So anyway, he decides I'm going to use these AK-47s and he starts blasting all of these undead who are rolling onto the ship that is about to take off. Zombie army. Now, this is the scene that I love so much. Okay. Take it away. Whenever Scourge destroys all these dudes and he realizes... All is lost at this point. I'm jumping out of the ship. He jumps out of the ship. He lands onto a pile of undead. And with his AK-47s, he's pointed down. John, that is a direct reference to the cover of Doom, which was also... Shut up. The, the cover of the Doom game. <gasps> which oh my was
1: gosh, I can see it.
0: Recreated by Duke Nukem. Really? John, and I... I did not catch it. How did th- you
1: even click these? John, m- I did layers. not catch it
0: the first time and I was like, "Oh my god, that is doom." The second they time are, around.
1: That makes total sense to me. It's like him above them yep. pointing down He's pointing at like, down sort of like shooting. a mound, yep. like a mound of like demons.
0: John, it was doom. And I Lost oh, my
1: it. God. What I, an Easter egg. John, I love that so
0: much. And that's it because did you, I grew up. Did you search up, that on the Internet? John, I grew up playing Doom. And I was like, "Me too!" And yeah, of course, I, I think we would have. You know, our generation grew up with Doom and Duke Nukem. And I said, that looks just like Doom.
1: I have oh, wait, to look doomed? this up. I, Duke I, Nukem, and Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oh, Duke oh my Wolfenstein God. was good. Okay. Wolfenstein killing Nazis all day. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah, it. yeah.
0: What a good... Okay, so yes, I googled. I had to google. I paused the movie right then.
1: Yeah, you're like, holy shit!
0: I said, wait a minute, is that a Doom reference? Because I didn't see it the first time; I wasn't paying attention.
1: Yeah, and what like fun thought process to like to creatively to be like, you know what? And in this one single frame, John, it's gonna be the it Doom. Was so the good Doom to Doom me. Cover.
0: It was so good to me, and it turns out it is Doom. So there you go. Oh, you looked it up. I looked it up. It's Doom. Oh, nice. That's so cool. And they used it on purpose. Okay. That makes sense. Which, by the way, just so you know, Scourge, the actor, was the main character in the 2005 Doom movie.
1: Was he? Yep. Oh, that's a full circle. Yep. That's a major... Easter egg. I had no clue and for yep. you to like see that and be like "Oh, that's what that's it yeah so there it you was are. a really cool it was a really cool
0: shot it was amazing dude and it lasted for about half a
1: second that's insane <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry but I had to let you I had to no, say it's it. very cool and I'm gonna check it out after this but like also So long story short, before we get into the reviews, uh, uh, Thor realizes through an epiphany that the his power doesn't come from his missing hammer. It comes from within. So he summons the power of the thunder from within and is able to defeat Hela. And so they all get away on um, with the help uh, of the
0: demon, the fire demon monster.
1: Yes, the fight. So he does bring about Ragnarok in order to destroy Asgard, but to save his people. And And uh, so,
0: yes, because they said Ragnarok or Asgard is not a place. It is the people.
1: Yeah. So they he takes his people in this thing called the Tesseract, I believe. And they um, they are in space and we don't know what it it leaves off with not knowing what their future holds. But they're going to go and and create another Asgard. So and he is sitting at the throne um, with Valkyrie at his side not in a romantic, oops, not a romantic way, um, but as sort of like his right hand. Um, And so, yeah, everybody leaves with a sense of purpose and renewal and um, embracing the unknown. Yep. And that's kind of it. And it's super gay. <laughs>
0: actually, John, this movie actually was made.
1: It was. It was made for uh, a different market. It's to bring made in for a different people market. who
0: enjoy camp, who are cool. Yeah. I'm not going to say this was made for gay people. It's not. I it's know. made for everyone,
1: but it felt. It felt like home, which was weird, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like I'm watching these things. and There's like these ridiculous things happening, like whenever um Valkyrie like actually starts being the warrior that she is. Like there's like this high speed chase. They're trying to get out on this, uh, on this spaceship. And, uh, and then all these other people are after them. And she like gets, she's like jumping from, (laughs) jumping from spaceship to spaceship, destroying people. Can I tell you,
0: I love that scene so much. You get to see how powerful she is.
1: Yeah. And then she like leaps off of one and then they're like, Oh shit. And then she just like, Swings back, latches onto their ship, and they're like, get inside. And she's like, hold on. She's like, wait (laughs) up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she's, like, doing it effortlessly, and you see that she is actually a superhero. And so. That's uh, freaking. Let's. Okay. Let's get
0: into the review so we can give hours because I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. You go first. Okay. John, out of. Out of. um. Out of 10 Hulk's butt cheeks, which you get to see in this movie for some reason, they made it very, like, you get to see the Hulk's cakes in this movie, which is so crazy. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. So, out of 10 Hulk cheeks, I'm going to give this movie, like, I can't really, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to give it a 10. I don't think it's a 10 movie, but I do think it's a 9.
1: Yeah, I would say like, okay, that's fair, because I would say there are there are points in there where I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. But out of appreciation, like you can definitely save a storyline with amazing visual direction and like and being fun, dude, and being and just being fun. I mean, there were earnest points of this and there were major um, emotional beats. But at the same time, there was a huge focus on.
0: This is the most fun a Marvel movie has been. I'm not kidding.
1: Because usually they get very melodramatic. They do. It's like, yeah, soap opera. This took
0: itself the farthest from serious it could possibly be.
1: Yeah, but also balancing that with with earnestness. But it was a it was a good balance of both. But also just, like, the ridiculousness, the Jeff Goldblum of it with yeah. eyeliner.
0: Also, um, did you clock uh, <laughs> Matt Damon I don't from, right. from the beginning of the movie?
1: Yeah, because he's, like, an Asgard, and he's, like, playing um. <laughs> i never not think yeah. of Team America World Police when I see Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon is crazy. Um, but what would you give it out of, out of what? I would say out of 10, like, Hulk's... And and Hulk in a white towel, which is, like, surprisingly attractive to me. That was
0: weird, right? Were you like, oh, damn, a green Mark Ruffalo?
1: I'm like, oh, are we doing, like, animation porn at this point? Um, But, like, I would say uh, I would give it an eight. You're going to give it an eight? Okay. I would give it an eight. Uh, But that's... But, uh, so we're going to www.rottentomatoes.com sponsor us, uh, to <laughs> honestly, yeah. Come on. Sponsor us rotten yeah, tomatoes. On, get it. Uh, so they gave it a 93% on the Tomatometer out of 439 professional reviews and an audience 439? Score. Uh, yeah. 439 like actual, like, you know, publication reviews oh. all compiled together. Oh, I gotcha. Um, uh, and, but the audience score out of 50,000 plus ratings got 87%. So I feel like this is a loved movie. John, it's really good. Like it this movie is movie's
0: actually really good because. It doesn't take itself so seriously. No, and it's just like we
1: talked about in the beginning. This felt like a comic book. Yes. And that's what I think comic book fans want from a comic book adaptation is a comic book feel. We were on earth yeah.
0: for a total. Of 10 minutes in this movie, it took place completely outside of our realm. It made sense for what it was. I loved that we were taken away from the reality we live in and were placed into a situation that felt
1: like a fantasy. Yeah. And the way that it was shot for sure. Oh, dude. Yes. And also a lot of the visual elements like. Just overall. Yeah. Overall. Like loved it, loved it. We got spaceships,
0: we got Pegasus. You want to know what I did love though, is in the very beginning, it tells you exactly what this movie is going to be when the music starts as all of those creatures. Oh, right. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. at first I was like, okay, are we about to watch? Um, Are we about to watch guardians? It felt very uh, guardians yeah. of the galaxy. Like this right. is the direction they're going without all of the rock music, which I, I appreciated in the beginning that that's how it started. Cause I was like, okay.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to say an element that I really enjoyed was like the synthesizer score. Like it had like that. It had like a really intense synthesizer score throughout. And I, I loved it. I was like, the score is
0: really, really good. I just think that this movie, I just think this movie was done correctly. Like, yeah. Te, what is his name? His name is take a YTT. Uh, Taika y t t Uh, Taika y t t. Sorry. I actually have no clue how to pronounce his name until
1: now. <laughs> um, but no, he's very good. And I feel like it's totally his sensibility, but he got, um, I feel like the reason why he got this was not just because he has like a strong vision, but you can have a strong vision in Hollywood and never get anywhere. But he, um, he won an Oscar or was nominated Or He either was just nominated or actually won an Oscar for a short film back in like 2007. And so he's had like this really slow climb through like comedy. Like they did like the What We Do in the Shadows short film, which is now like a really great television show and loved television show. People love it. I've never watched it it and I heard it's great. I love it. It's I heard like, it's, it's a great. It's show. the Office, but with vampires on Staten Island. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's actually hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, anywho's it. So I uh, yeah. So I would give this like an eight. But I, if I can say what one of these people reviewed it would be. Um, oh do do do. Where am I going here? Oh, but the, yeah. So I have to say like Tessa Thompson was the runaway hit of this movie in my opinion. Oh, uh, dude! No, her and Kate Blanchett. Yeah, well, Kate Blanchett was already a huge giant hit. She was, but I. Think she was that sort they of. Have... She was relegated to the background towards the climax scenes, I believe. But it's it weird. Was, that was my feeling though, because like she was, she was the source of all the violence and like catastrophe and like the main threat. But for some reason, she was like, like there, there wasn't a lot going on with her. You know what I mean? Well. That might just be a critique. Like there was a feeling like she wasn't like she was like a distant character, even though she was causing all this madness and mayhem. I get what you're saying. Did you feel that? I can get
0: behind that. Yes. Near the end, it did seem like she was kind of she was kind of put on the back burner a bit.
1: Even though she's like causing all the all the shit. Yeah. Which is like wild to me. Yeah. Like I figured like she would have like this main like big upfront sort of uh, thing. But I don't know. Maybe they ran out of budget in time. (laughs)
0: hey honestly they probably
1: at this point yeah they probably ran
0: out of budget i'm sure they were afforded more yeah oh sorry Um, please get into the
1: i would say okay we're going here we're doing this we're doing this i mean people still review this thing to this day on rotten tomatoes it's so crazy but i'm not gonna do it like everybody's like love it (laughs) Everybody just loves this movie, and I feel like it's just something that was, like, refreshing, you know? Uh, Well, it's really great, and I have this little thing at
0: the end that I wanted to tell you. Get into it. So, you just told me his name. Taika? Taika. Yep. Taika. Taika. Taika told Carl Urban, who plays Scourge, that he needed to tone down the workout so he wasn't bigger than Chris
1: interesting Just so you yeah. know oh Carl car in the in the boys on amazon do oh i know
0: it? do you oh, watch that i know i watched
1: the first season i haven't finished any of the others uh the second season i'm into right now and i haven't finished it but um talk about homoerotic wait really Oh, a thousand percent.
0: Oh, okay. Well, talk about me watching this later. <laughs> or talk about me watching this
1: later. Like the first episode is, uh, I feel like it's the first episode where there's an actual ginormous penis that a tiny person goes inside of. Oh, is this when the person blows up? Uh, Yeah. So there's this That's guy from who's that like. that show? Yeah. So there's this guy who like Hold, can shrink down. Yes, I know. Termite. Yeah, Termites at this crazy sex party, and he's like fucking this Barbie doll that's in front of a whole bunch of other superheroes. And then, like after that, he goes into this room. Yeah, he goes into and a like guy he, guy's. And then dead. his boy his boyfriend's like, "Let's do this thing," and he's like, "Okay." He shrinks down, goes into the pee hole, feeling around in there. Sneezes. And they do they do an interior
0: shot. John, I know of that pee. I did not know that was from that. I've seen that scene. Don't yeah. ask me how I found but also, it.
1: But also like termite is like a fully full frontal nude through like several shots of this. And I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. And he sneezes and he blows up his boyfriend. He sneezes, goes big again. And like the guy gets inverted. It is the craziest Very thing bloody. I've ever seen. How did we? Oh, wow. We've really taken a turn. <laughs> Scourge. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets scourged. Wow. Which is crazy. So the boys, Amazon, check it out. I'm going to have to finish watching this. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well,
0: guys, if you thought that what we did today <laughs> was good. Um, like, comment, subscribe, send download. Us an, yes. Send us an email. Like John said in the beginning, our email is Mean Interrupted at gmail.com. Send us a recommendation. It can be any movie,
1: yeah. foreign. It does not matter. Send us whatever. Um, also, Marvel... And come at us with some cash because we're going to say this right now. Go see Thor Love and Thunder in theaters now. Honestly, go see it. Yeah, Disney, we, we need you to email us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, we'll reach out to them just a little bit later. We'll let them know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway. Everyone, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I did. I love this I movie. I love talking about movies. Me too. John, yeah. you do such a great job.
1: Oh, well, thank you. You do, too. Uh, I just sit
0: here and drink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not even the case. Um, Well, I guess we're going to see you at the movies. Roll the credits. Slap.